This is episode 27 of Unfolding Words, Blessings and Bitterness. It's all for your good. I'm your host, Antracia Moorings, and this is the weekly podcast dedicated to sharing biblical truth that offers light for your walk and life for your soul. Have you ever been in a situation that started out as a blessing and then you looked around and it turned into a bitter pill that you felt like you were swallowing? It's hard to even think that it was once a blessing because it's so bad. I've been there. Quite a few years ago, I got a job offer for a position that was heaven sent in my book. The salary was right. It worked for my lifestyle. The hours were perfect. It was a good work-life balance. There were no complaints about this job. But quite a few years into the position, I realized that the blessing seemed to be drying up. So what was once a place that was effortless and was overflowing with blessings became a hard place to be. And it took me quite a while to understand that God was trying to kind of ruffle up the nest to get me out and on to the next place that he had for me. And today I want to focus on a place that's similar to that. It's a place called Goshen in the Bible, and we see it in the Old Testament in the book of Genesis. And in Bible reading, it can be easy to skip over locations that are listed because we don't know where they are. They're ancient locations that really hold no significance for us today, or so we think. But I want to urge you when you're reading, look up these locations and find out their significance, where they're located. It can give you a lot of insight into the narratives and give you a fuller picture of what's going on. So in the land of Goshen, It was a place that uh, Jacob and his sons ended up in by the hand of God. It was only by the providence of God that they even ended up there. They had been living in the land of Canaan in Israel when Joseph went to go see about his brothers who went to Dothan to go feed their flocks. So his father had sent him out to go and check on his brothers. So many of you may be familiar with the story of Joseph. He was his father's favorite son. His father had given him a coat of many colors. He told his brothers and his family about all these dreams that he had where they were going to be bowing to him. And basically his brothers were not feeling him. So when he came up to find them and check on them in Dothan, they had hashed up this plan to get rid of him. So they had decided to kill him. One of the brothers said, don't do that. And then a caravan of Midianites came by. So they ended up selling him to the Midianites, going back home and telling their father that he had been killed is basically the gist of the story. So Joseph was sold to this caravan and eventually sold into slavery down in Egypt. Now, fast forward a couple of years and Joseph ended up in power in Egypt, unbeknownst to his family. And at the same time, a famine had hit the land of Canaan where his family lived. So his brothers came to Egypt seeking food and Joseph eventually revealed his identity to them. He then tells his brothers to go home, get their father and come back. And in Genesis 45 and 10, he tells them, you shall dwell in the land of Goshen. You shall be near me. You and your children and your children's children and your flocks, your herds and all that you have. There I will provide for you, for there are yet five years of famine to come, so that you and your household and all that you have do not come to poverty. So when he reunited with his family, they settled down in Goshen, which was right next to Pharaoh's territory where Joseph could go and check on them and make sure that they were doing well. And then in Genesis 47 and 6, Pharaoh even told Joseph, 
The land of Egypt is before you. Settle your father and your brothers in the best of the land. Let them settle in the land of Goshen. And if you know any able men among them, put them in charge of my livestock. Now, this situation here was like a blessing upon blessing upon blessing for them. The land was fertile and it was good for flocks. So the land of Egypt was before them and Joseph's family, they were shepherds. So this was very vital for them and for all of their livestock. And they were blessed with a fruitful land, resources, access to a government official in the form of their brother Joseph and gainful employment. Talk about being blessed. They probably could not have written a better story for themselves. So Goshen sat on the east side of the Nile River in Egypt. And in Psalm 78 verses 12 and 43, it's identified as a field or a pastoral plain called Zoan, which is probably also the land of Ramses mentioned in Genesis 47 and 11 that was possessed by Jacob's family. So when it's first mentioned in Genesis 45 and 10, Goshen is promised by Joseph to Jacob as a land that's fit for flocks. Now, Goshen included pastoral lands and was still inhabited by the Israelites at the time of the Exodus, which we're going to touch on in just a moment. This region was an irrigated plain, which is still considered to be some of the best land in Egypt. So it was fertilized by the Nile River and contains villages and cornfields. I mean, it's just like a very fruitful place to be. Now, Goshen had a lot of benefits. And as I mentioned earlier, it's the best of the land. That's what Pharaoh called it. It was a place where they could feed their flocks and sustain themselves. It was also a place where forgiven people live. Now, the brothers came and they had asked for forgiveness for Joseph for all that they had done. And Joseph forgave them and gave them the best of the land. Joseph was like a Jesus Christ figure for them because he gave forgiveness right on the spot. Goshen is also a place of nearness to the provider. And it's a picture of uh, for us as well that we can be in a place that's like Goshen, which is near to our provider Jesus Christ, so that he can provide for us, nourish and protect us. So for Joseph's family to be in Goshen was to be in a place of provision and protection. And for us, the nearer we are to God, the more our chance of enjoying his provision, his nourishment and his protection. Goshen was also a place of safety from lack, hunger and suffering. We see this in Genesis 47 and 27. While they were in Goshen, they acquired property, they were fruitful, and their population grew rapidly. And as we will see, it also became a place of distinction and safety from the plagues in the book of Exodus. Now, Goshen is a place where the children of Israel flourished. It's also where they experienced hard times and eventually slavery. God was letting them know, yes, this was a place of blessing when you needed it. When you needed a place of provision from the famine, Goshen was that place for them. But he was letting them know, don't get too comfortable because I'm moving you on. So this place of blessing was not ordained for them because he had an even greater blessing for them. And when the book of Genesis closes, the blessings are overflowing for the children of Israel. And when the next book, Exodus, opens, there's a new Pharaoh who's threatened by the growth of Israel. And by this time, Moses has risen to prominence and he seeks to deliver Israel out of Egypt and take them back to the promised land, Canaan. The place of 
blessing had become a place of affliction for them. It says in Exodus 1 verses 12 and 13, but the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied and the more they spread abroad. And the Egyptians were in dread of the people of Israel. So they ruthlessly made the people of Israel work as slaves, verse 14, and made their lives bitter with hard service in mortar and brick and in all kinds of work in the field. In all their work, they ruthlessly made them work as slaves. A careful reading reveals that Israel suffered through the first cycle of plagues right along with the Egyptians. Their water turns to blood as well. Their homes are also infested with frogs and the gnats flew up from the dust and they had to deal with that as well. But with the fourth plague, God begins to make a distinction between his children, Israel and Egypt. It says in Exodus 8 verses 22 through 23. But on that day, I will set apart the land of Goshen where my people dwell so that no swarms of flies shall be there that you may know that I am the Lord in the midst of the earth. Thus, I will put a division between my people and your people. Tomorrow, this sign shall happen. It's interesting to note that God is drawing a line. He is consecrating or setting apart his people for himself. And this division between Israel and Egypt isn't there at the beginning. God had to create the division because the Israelites had basically assimilated to life in Egypt. They were essentially becoming Egyptians. They worshiped Egyptian gods. They ate Egyptian food and they adopted Egyptian ways. And for God to take them to the next place, this could not be the case. It seems harsh, but God had to shake them from their comfort to form a God-fearing people in the midst of Egypt to move them on to their true promise and their true calling. Now, when Joseph moved his family to Goshen, which means draw near, he was selling them in a place close to him, a place of provision and protection. And when Joseph died, God became that place of protection and provision from the bitter hand of the Egyptians. God became Goshen for them. So Goshen was no longer a place, but it was through the relationship that they would have with Yahweh. Even in the bitter place, though, God provided and he still provides a blessing for us. The nearer we are to God, the more our chance of enjoying his provision and his protection. God is for us a Goshen, so to speak. God's people came into Egypt famined, but they were provided for in Goshen and they left with great wealth, despite the bitter circumstances of slavery that they had to endure. So God did something that I think is just so funny. It's ironic. God ordered his people to do what I call a polite plunder of the Egyptians. In Exodus 12 verses 35 through 36, it says the people of Israel had also done as Moses told them, for they had asked the Egyptians for silver and gold jewelry and for clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians so that they let them have what they asked. Thus, they plundered the Egyptians. So even though they were enslaved and had endured hard circumstances, God made sure that they were provided for as they left Egypt. So they came in fam- famined, but they left with great wealth. Isn't that awesome how God works? So the book of Genesis ends with Joseph telling his brothers, as for you, you meant it for evil against me, but God meant it for good. So even if a blessing turns out 
to look bad. Know that God is going to bring a blessing out of it, no matter how it looks. He did it for Joseph. He did it for the children of Israel, and he will do it for you too. God provides a place of blessing. Like I mentioned, God is our Goshen. He is our blessed place where we draw near to him and he takes care of all of all that we have need of. He is our provision. But when it's time to go from a place that was once a blessing, God stirs the pot to get us going. And even in that stirring, even when it seems uncomfortable, even when it seems like it's a place of bitterness, God is providing a blessing. So a place that was once a blessing for you may be drying up even now and becoming a difficult place. Might it be that God is moving you on to a place where he wants you set apart for a specific purpose? Just think about that for a moment. That's a wrap for this week's episode of Unfolding Words. You can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Unfolding Words. You can also find me at unfoldingwords.com. Until next week, may God's word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. God bless you.